0: We're excited to have you guys with us today. We've got a really cool episode about VP44 performance. So, we're going to talk to a UCC competitor and talk to him about what he did to the truck, how much money he invested in it, how reliable it's been, the parts that are on there. And it, it's going to be really cool. The 98.5 to 02 trucks, I know there's a lot of fans out there, and they Sort of, you know, they kind of get forgotten between the 12-valve and the common rail performance. But these guys are still innovating. They're still going fast. They're still doing a lot with that, that injection system and, and that engine. So we're excited to bring you that, that content. Before we do, though, we wanted to give you guys a shout-out. I wanted to thank listeners out there in Diesel Nation. You guys have been phenomenal with all the feedback you've been giving us on iTunes, on messages, on Instagram, on Facebook. And it, it keeps us going. I wanted to read a couple of these. And, you know, when we're when we're going through them, we check them every day. These these reviews, they, they keep us going. They inspire us. We had one from AMB5584, and they said, The best diesel podcast. This podcast has the biggest names on anybody who has anybody in diesel has been on, from owners of huge companies to racers and shops. And we really appreciate that because we've worked hard to bring you guys perspectives and stories and builds from all parts of the diesel community whether it's a daily driver it's a ucc champion someone in dpc a 2000 plus horsepower truck whatever it might be we want to bring you guys all the stories from diesel there's another one we had that uh is from country boy 2500 and he said i listen every day you guys are the best and we've been so humbled when we get a message from someone or a phone call and they tell us that you know, they're driving cross-country or out of state for work or vacation and they just put the podcast on and let the episodes play. And that kind of support and passion for Diesel is what makes us, makes us keep doing what we do and keep bringing you guys the content. So keep doing that. Go on iTunes. Let us know who you want to hear from, what you want to hear about, and give us feedback. We, we love hearing from you guys. We also want to thank two of our sponsors for making these episodes possible. BD Diesel has a really cool kit for 48REs. where It's a tap shifter, so you can change the gear as you want. and It's a really clean install. It looks factory. Go to dieselperformance.com. You can check out that kit and tons of other things that they have. They've got hard parts for transmissions, um, turbo kits, injectors, tons of different things. So whether you've got a Cummins or Duramax or Power Stroke, they've got you guys covered. And we also want to thank PPI. They posted a video on Facebook and Instagram that uh, got a lot of people excited, and that was they are starting to tune the 3-liter Power Stroke in the F-150s. And it's so cool to see these, these half-tons get diesel engines, whether it's the, the Nissan Titan, the F-150, the EcoBoost, and the Ram, or what GM's going to be coming out with. But make sure and go to PPI and subscribe to them they they post tons of cool videos updates things like that check them out all right guys we're going to get into vp44 talk chris it is fantastic to have you on the podcast today to talk vp44 power how's it going man it's going good
1: thanks for having me
0: yeah i wanted to uh i wanted to show the vp44 guys some love on this episode they you kind of get sandwiched between the 12 valve and the common rail but trucks like yours you're proving how much power you can make with them, how competitive they can be out there. And just wanted to know more about the truck, where it started and what you've done to it.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, they're kind of the black sheep, you know, no one really wants them anymore, but, uh, it's been a fun build. Um, I started off with an O one that was a daily driver that kind of got everyone's build, you know, built into a little too much and, uh, ended up buying this truck from a buddy, um, it had a a cracked 53 block in it when I bought it, and I ended up actually just kind of drilling out the holes and welding it up in my driveway when no one told me it would last, and we lasted about three and a half years with it. Went mid-11s and made, I think, 984 horse out at NHRDA a few years back and won the Dino event with the VP, so that was kind of fun. Um, ended up just budget building a a used motor with all my other used parts from some uh buddies and stuff that I had out of this motor and um it's it's an all stock internal stock cam, stock rods, stock pistons. Um it's got main studs and rod bolts in it and head studs, valve springs and push rods. So it's I mean it's a like seven hundred and fifty, eight hundred dollar build motor that we did and it's held up pretty amazing and um, yeah it's been a good it's been a good build uh, we've tried lots of different things this year different programmers tuners um, a few sets of injectors um, and some really worked we made um, 849 horse 1456 foot pounds of torque out at uh, industrial earlier this year on the way back from the ATS gauntlet challenge on fuel, and then uh, ended up spraying it. and We had probably one of the biggest nitrous backfires I've ever experienced <laughs> um The the saying of the day was, "We're either gonna break a thousand horse, or we're gonna blow it up." And <laughs> and uh, when we had that little explosion, I thought we did it. But Tyler and ensured me. The rods were still in the block, and uh, we let it cool down, put a boot back on, and sprayed it again. and made a thousand eighty-three. I think it was 1914, and uh, I was like our 15th dynamo pool of the night, so I was like, okay, we're putting it back on the trailer, and (laughs) we'll we'll save it for UCC now, (laughs) the (laughs) qualifier.
0: Now, with the different combination of fuel and tuning and everything, what have you settled on for the best setup for how you want the truck to perform?
1: So, uh, you know, I have three different boxes on it right now, We've played around with a bunch of different tunes. We have a drag, the old, the old school drag comp. Um, That's what we made, Uh, 1,002 horse out at UCC on um, the 1083. We did on a quad, uh, regular quad adrenaline uh, that uh, Steve and the guys built some tunes for and tried it out. And we've been data logging a bunch of stuff with it. Then we started running into issues, you know, the VPs being RPM limited uh, at 129 miles an hour. We're trapping, you know, 35, 63, almost 3,600 RPMs, and it's where a lot of those programmers will only fuel the 3,650 or 3,700. So the the com box is the same way. It only fueled the 3,200. So we were trying to get the highest fueling with the best fuel curve um, with that monster pump that's on it and so we've really been playing with lots of different tunes um our drag tune right now is uh is the edge comp juice of attitude um um, seems to work the best uh pulling we ran a 4k box on it a few times and we get some pretty good rpms out of that so we need to we need to data log it we're still playing with tunes i mean they're Every truck's different with the VPs it seems like, so it's trying to find the happy medium of what works the best, what makes the most horsepower and what goes the fastest. So it's been a it's been a play session this season.
0: What kind of turbo setup you got on the truck? Uh
1: so last year we were running an old sixty four, four seventy five and everyone's like, Man, you gotta upgrade and um been working with Ryan Galenus and Clint and Clint Cannon and at APS and uh Dennis Rogers and um they said hey man we love what you're doing with the truck we really want to get involved in it so um talked with our turbo guys we ended up going uh it's aurora four thousand seven thousand five hundred. um so it's a 60 screen and 80 which so many people are like oh you got to what is that like a 66 and a 485 and no man it's a little little set of compounds, but they move so much more air than uh, my old setup they spool Super quick, um, so and right off the get go, we started blowing boots, which I've never blown boots before. Um, go out to the gauntlet challenge, and that's all we do is we end up breaking the tabs off the bottom of the intercooler and make so much boost and had a bunch of big booms inside that everyone hurrayed about, so v vans are coming up here soon and, and trying to keep everything together, and you know you make one week, week link go away, and you find the next. so. But I ended up going with the the 4K and 7500, and it it is amazing. That little turbo moves so much air, I I couldn't believe it.
0: That is a really cool setup, and it's like it's one that you know you can. If someone's got a truck out there and wants to order one. Like ETS has it as a kit, and especially on the street, you know, and where they're at in Colorado and going to the mountains and stuff, it'll. It'll uh, definitely support some power, like on your truck, and then also spool quick. So if you want to tow or do something else, you know, for the guys out there, it'll it'll do it.
1: Yeah, it's you know, it was, uh, I was really amazed when I started data logging, and I think when we hit second, when we hit lockup in second gear, we were already making like sixty-five to seventy pounds of boost, and uh, we've been averaging around ninety-six uh in the quarter at 129 and we're you know we're 1480 to 1550 degrees uh with spray no water or anything so it's relatively cool and it's yeah i love it um i'm really glad i went that route i was thinking you know everyone's running bigger chargers on the vps like you know i can step up and do it but the the little quick spooling compounds being there rpm limited um seems to really help and the other thing is guys are always like yeah you need a cam um i ended up buying this pump way from adam winslet way back in the day when he had it on his silver truck at left coast diesel it was the the very first pump to ever break a K, 1k and i've talked with adam quite a bit and he's like you know a big single the the cam helped spool up a little bit, but other than that, I didn't see any benefit out of it. So, I've just never spent the money putting a cam in it. I mean, would it help? Probably a little bit, but I'm using that money elsewhere to go racing and have fun. So.
0: <laughs> What'd you do on the transmission side?
1: Uh, So, I bought the truck. It had a, it had an ATS uh, Stage 6 all-billet trans in it when I bought it from my buddy, um, and we ran it. It was built 622 of 2012. Um, when I bought the truck in 2013, it's been purely a play truck. It's I don't know. It's got probably a thousand to 1500 passes on the transmission. I, I have no idea. Um, and we did this new turbo setup going in. We talked to Ryan and we're like you know we need to refresh that trans going to UCC qualifier that way we don't have any issues. So. Um, we went out to the gauntlet this year, um, and pulled it out, went through it out there, and there were some parts that were worn, but for the most part, I mean, the clutches were, you can still read some of the numbers on a few of the clutches, which for the abuse that I've put through that thing in five years of drag racing was amazing, so it's all, all freshened up, stage six, and the race all body in it, and, um, converter and stuff, and it, it just works. I love it. Um, he built me a hell of a transmission, and we're putting abuse to it. So,
0: as far as the, the budget build, that is so cool because we've had a lot of episodes recently where we're talking about 12 valves or common rails or you know, VP44 trucks, where there's so much you can invest into building it where you want it. Versus, you know, say like a new truck or something like that. If you had to estimate, you know, kind of how much you had into the truck to get it to do a 1,000 horse, what kind of range would someone be looking at to do what you've done?
1: I mean, of course, with the VP, the the pumps are the limiting factors. I mean, there's only, you know, a few guys right now making big pumps, Industrial, uh, Shide, and Monster Pump Mike. If, if he's still around and people can get a hold of him, I haven't – I've never had to. Um, so, I mean, that's the biggest holdback, but um, – you know, I think once you have your supporting mods, your trains and stuff, you could build a 1,000 horse on a VP for, uh, you know, 5 to 10K, uh, depending upon what else you needed in the truck. I mean, that's the problem is the biggest factor is the pump. There's there's only a few big ones out there nowadays, so everyone's kind of moved on to the, the common rail, and I've talked with a few people, and they're like, yeah, we could, but we make so many... So much more money and the demand for you know uh, common rail stuff's there and I bet I get probably three to five messages a week on Facebook or Instagram saying hey man you want to sell that monster pump and it's like <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah, this is Adam Winslet's pump from back in the 2000s that made a thousand horse and it's still going so I'm keeping this thing man we're gonna run her till she's dead and, and I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm probably gonna cry <laughs> trying to find another
0: one do you think he'd ever do like a p-pump conversion on it or anything like that or do you want to stick with the vp
1: there's a few records i want to chase uh, johnny gilbert at stainless he set the bar pretty high um they've they well they are in a stage three pump on a six seven motor with triples and uh i talked with him quite a bit and you know, they made 1136 on fuel, which is a huge fuel-only number for a VP. That, uh, I doubt there's no way I'll get that with my build by any means, especially on fuel. Um, but they went 986 at 136, so we're slowly getting there. Um, it's just, you know, we added more power, and our biggest issue has been suspension this year, trying to get it to 60-foot. Uh, we're leaving a few tenths. Uh, 60 foot and then our weight's still up there. We we're were like 5,595 pounds at UCC without me in it. So we're 5,750 roughly. So we're going to try and chase some weight, you know, some fiberglass and, and mess around with that stuff and, and push it. But I don't know. It's hard. You know, everyone's like, go P-Pump. And I had a buddy that, you know, threw a 160 pump on his little vp build and, and put it in a different cabin and chassis and I mean, he's running 1050s now too and i think he went 1040 already so it's like oh dang it man you you know <laughs> if if i'm gonna pee pump it you're gonna be the reason now because you know we're good buddies <laughs> and we're both super competitive and live in the same town we go racing everywhere together so um i've thought about it it's crossed my mind but it's fun it's it's at the level now where I mean, we went to UCC and and took ninth out of 25, and, I mean, all we broke out there was a uh, pinning off the Dana 70. Um, it turned turn wrenches one time where we took a set of injectors out and changed it. So it's kind of at that power level right now where it runs mid-10s, and it's knock-on-wood reliable. We haven't had, like, any major catastrophic engine or failure or transmission failure or anything like that, just besides... The four Dana seventy was saying, "No, I don't like flood pulling with tools and you know grabbing third gear and spraying the hell out of it at UCC." Like I said, I was gonna do so. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I think it'll stay a VP for a while. Maybe, all- maybe see it in a two-wheel drive chassis or something later down the line.
0: We always have that one friend who always makes us buy and do more stuff to our trucks so we can just be a little bit quicker, <laughs> make a little bit more power.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the yeah it's a it's a bad bad friendship sometimes it's like oh man i gotta do this now it's you know so it's fun though and i mean it's nowhere near you know levon miller and the guys at industrial but you know what we saw at ucc running you know 788 and 802 but it, it's pretty fun i mean i went 1050 and all my friends over there were like super stoked and they're all hooting and hollering and someone's like oh is that a 1050 and they're like yeah and, they're like, it's a VP truck, and they're like, "Oh shit, yeah, that's faster for a VP truck." So <laughs> you know, they they know the they know what I'm up against, and it's it's just fun to keep pushing it and show up and surprise people. So it's it's been fun.
0: What was the UCC experience like?
1: Man, that was it was uh, it was kind of crazy. I mean, I live I live on the Southern Oregon coast, so. I think my total round trip mileage was 5,282 miles um, of driving and towing out there. Um, it was, uh, hey man, you should, you know, you should show up and come out to UCC qualifier with your truck. And I was like, man, I don't know. And you know, and then I send a few messages out to people. And uh, Ryan at ATS is like, oh yeah, man, we got your back. Let's do this. This will be fun. And a few other people were like, yeah, we're in on the build, so let us know what you need. Um, just reaching out to people and pulled the trigger and got really sick, like, two weeks before, and I'm, you know, kind of stressed and trying to get the truck all ready and finished. And, like, the week before I'm ready to leave, I'm kind of doing a once-over where I'm still sick as a dog, and I'm looking, and I'm like... Oh look at that, there's gasket material hanging out the front of the head. So ended up pulling the head, putting a new gasket in it, you know, resurfacing, re-ringing the whole nine yards and literally like started it, hot torque it, put it in the trailer. And uh yeah, that was a blast out there though. We knew we knew our horsepower, uh if we could make a thousand horse out there, um, which we did we made a thousand two, so I was really excited about that. Um we knew that was going to be kind of where we were going to struggle with, you know, Trevor Peterson goes out there and makes 2,100 horse and Ryan fast, you know, right up there at the two K and just a ton of, you know, 1500 horse trucks, 2000 horsepower trucks. So we ended day one in the qualifier, I think sitting in 17 and just knowing that a lot of trucks, you know, trying to put that power to the track, we've all seen it. Uh, they were going to struggle and so we were able to go out and, and uh i think i ended up making like nine or ten passes down the, the quarter mile The announcers were kind of chuckling you know i think he's the most active person and at one point i even hot lapped the truck uh which surprised a lot of people so i get kind of mad at myself and didn't get it all the way into four-wheel drive the first pass and so we ran her down turn around and came right back in. <laughs> Ran, ran a ran a ten second pass, so I was surprised a few people. Um, but we knew that, you know, that would help us. So we ended day two with the drag racing, uh, sitting in 11th place. And we're sitting in, I think, 14th place. We moved up a few more spots, but the dyno really hurt us. So I knew going into sled pulling, there was two guys ahead of me, I think, that uh, they had catastrophic failure and i told myself if i went out there and i finished you know top 50 percent i'd be i'd be happy if i finished top 10 i'd be really stoked so um coming to sled pull and i haven't pulled very much of that truck and uh maybe like five or six times um uh, so then announcer was talking to me and he's like what are you gonna do i said well i came all the way from the you know southern Oregon coast i came 2,500-plus miles, so uh, if it eats second gear and it's the Revlon, I'm going to bang third and spray it, and it'll probably get a the and end up. <laughs> and uh, That's exactly what we did. Um, that sled was heavy. Holy cow. I was a little nervous starting off watching some of the other trucks pull it, but yeah, we banged third gear, and uh, I was like, well, i beating third gear, so I grabbed both stages and uh, we sprayed it, and depending on like go at about 247 and it locked up solid at 249 and so it wouldn't move so we had to end up backing it off the track and then actually drove it in reverse all the way back to the trailer pulled the axles out to load it in the trailer so it was fun but yeah that was an experience just you know all the seeing all the faces finally that you talk to and and uh watching those trucks really go is the time and dedication that, you know, people put into those trucks to go out and compete is some people don't realize what it's like, and, you know, it's, it was fun, we went out and had a good time, and, you know, like Charlie Keeter said on his podcast, if I go out there and and break my shit, I'm gonna sit back and drink beer and watch everybody else break theirs, so, (laughs) luckily that didn't happen to us, so we got to compete, and ended up right behind Charlie, he was a real cool dude to meet, so, we had a good time.
0: It's so cool to see a VP truck do it and, and what you're doing with it because it's it it is it's this thing where like you got a 12 hour you got a common rail and we forget about that 4-year range, you know, right in the yeah. middle, but there's so much there's so much fun that you can have with them in 1050s, 1040s, you know, it's that's not slow. That's moving. So,
1: um, <laughs> yeah, and it was amazing that. You I know, mean, we had we it next to Trevor Peterson out there, and uh, we'd have people walk through, and you are like, man, I think it's pretty nasty for, you know, a 12-valve, and I'm like, it's a VP," and they're like, no, it's not, and yeah, man, pop the hood, look, you know, <laughs> holy crap, it is a VP still, and we even had that uh, last year at an Alligator Hunt for Horsepower. Um, Tyler Mize and I were going rounds, and uh, Unlimited Dirt drags out there was just pretty wild. And, man, that's a pretty quick 12-valve, and I was like, hey, man, it's a VP." And people wouldn't believe me until I popped the hood and be like, no, dude, see, it's still right there.
0: I haven't pee-pumped
1: it yet, and I don't, I don't know if I will. So, it's, I mean, it's just, it's been a reliable setup, and it's been working. And, I mean, we started off with an SO pump and, you know, made mid-700 horse with those and ran mid-11s and then got my hands on a monster pump, and it's been a lot quicker ever since. So, um it's been fun. I mean, we went bracket racing last year and won, I think, three or four different 1090 classes just running off fuel and launching soft. And so, it's fun to go to some of these events and win a little bit of money here and there and people are always like, oh yeah, man, that's awesome. You won 400 bucks and it's like, yeah, it was still a $900 weekend when you <laughs> figure in fuel and entries and hotel rooms and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's all, it's all for the love of the sport and pushing it farther. It's, by no means a money making event like we all know. Where
0: do you plan on taking it the rest of the year? To different events or different things?
1: Uh, We'll be going to Woodburn uh, August 4th for Vision Diesel and uh, I think it's like the 43rd annual Thunder Truck Drags all the semi-truck show up at Drag Race there and then uh, hunting for Horsepower this spring, maybe back down to Truck Fest in Sacramento um, next year I want to try and go a little farther. We want to go hit a couple more events in Colorado and maybe NHRDA Texas Nationals or something. Was always been a bucket list trip, but UCC trip this year kind of drained my bank account, so uh, I'm still trying to recoup from that one.
0: I usually to go to the Gauntlet Jones. I'll, I'll make sure I find your truck if you're if you're there in March and yeah, check it out.
1: I have a feeling we'll be back out at the Gauntlet. We, uh, you know, this year I was pretty bummed about it. We went out there and we we're really trying to you know, throwing down the gauntlet for the VP crowd, and and I didn't even think about it, We we rebuilt the rear end, and, and you know, it being the 99, I figured it didn't have an ECM, PCM speed limiter in it, but uh, it ended up having one in it on the dyno, uh, which I didn't figure out until afterwards, and I looked at my data logs, and it went to, like, 110 and completely cut all the fuel. I couldn't figure out why it wasn't pulling through the charger, so Ended up unplugging the Speedo out there, and we it outside and made, like, 750 on fuel outside in the, in the heat with the heat-soaked motor. So, well, I got a feeling we'll probably go back this year and throw it in the gauntlet again and spray it and see what we can get her up to. But that was that was kind of a fun event. I wasn't going to get in the gauntlet, and Clinton, Ryan and Fabian and all the guys were like, yeah, man, you're, you're going in the gauntlet. You, you can't come all the way out here with our parts on it and not do it, so. I got I got tossed into the wolves out there, you know. It was <laughs> it was pretty fun watching, watching those guys just hammer on them out there. That elevation's you know really different, and so even my truck, you could definitely feel that. Yeah, it's it's totally different in elevation. We've got some bugs figured out too, so we'll be ready for next year hopefully.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you talking to us about the truck, and we wanted to we wanted to show some VP love. We haven't had anyone on with a VP44, like a truck for competition. And it's cool to see something where you can, you can make power. You don't have to break the bank. It's reliable, which is probably the most important thing is it doesn't matter how much power it makes. If you can't have fun with it or do it consistently, it doesn't really matter. You know, (laughs) so so that's cool.
1: it's, It's fun. I mean, it's not, I mean, other than like the initial setup for the most part, it's been a reliable build. You know, getting everything solid that holds up and and just going and playing. And, you know, it's at that 850 on fuel range where it's somewhat uh, pretty reliable. So we haven't been tearing up stuff too bad yet. So knock on the wood, though. Who knows?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, man, stay in touch with us. Definitely let us know about uh, Gauntlet Challenge or if you do uh, the NHRDA event. I think it's in May or June here next year. Definitely like see the truck run in person.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to come out. We we were really hoping to come out for maybe a weekend on the edge, and everyone want us to come out and compete at that one again. But um, well, I think we're going to stay close this year uh, for the August 4th event with work and everything else, got else going on. But definitely we want to get out there next year and see some more people and meet some more people and have fun.
0: I appreciate you chatting with us today, sharing some VP knowledge. And, and uh, yeah, best of luck, man, on any of those events you go to and look forward to seeing you next year. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to dieselperformance.com. Check out what BD Diesel's got available for your truck, whether it's towing, racing, anything in between. And go to ppi.com if you've got a Cummins Duramax Power Stroke, need custom tuning. And also make sure you subscribe to them on Instagram and Facebook. They've got a a lot of teaser videos and updates and things like that. And we know that the the Ford guys out there are going to be really excited to see what they do with the 3-liter Power Stroke. Until next time. Keep the shiny side up.